Mark. Well, the birthday girl is here. Hello. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> na, 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 na. You say it's your birthday. Na, 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 na. It's my birthday too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good birthday, wasn't it, Anna? It was great. It was nice. The summer of Anna continues. The summer to remember. I mean, my goodness. We get to pack in two more trips before the summer's over. Wow. Crazy. You're still summering. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, um, Anna, I, apparently, unbeknownst to you, I I, uh, I saw on Facebook that uh, one of the many escapades you had this week was uh, with your brother, well, your family, and you guys were cruising around, and you were going by the beach, <laughs> and... Uh, Suddenly you broke into song. You want to tell us about that? <laughs> I wanted to make sure that I showed them Alki Beach because West Seattle's pretty awesome and it faces the city. We were just cruising along Alki Boulevard. Is that what it's called? Alki Way? Yeah. My brother was like just telling me how it reminds him of a, a TV show called Three's Company. Um, and I kind of remember that theme. And um, of course, when it comes to a song and if I if I kind of know it, I will chime in. Yes. So, you know, he was singing it and everything. And, and then he did it a second time. And I was just, I was like, oh, okay, we're doing this again. <laughs> he was recording. And next yeah. thing I know, it was on Facebook. Oh, <laughs> great. I had two thoughts about that. What was that? Uh, number one, he's totally right. Like, I've done that drive a million times and I never <laughs> thought of it before. But it really does look like this stretch of Newport Beach where they filmed through his company. <laughs> and so he's right. Like, that view of seeing the city beyond the beach. But the uh, my other thought was, no matter how old you get, brothers are always brothers. And the fact that he tricked you into doing it and then put it up on Facebook is just I just love that so much he is funny there was someone who stopped him so he was coming out of a hotel with my mom and this this girl she runs after him and goes hey hey and I didn't know she was, you know, trying to get his attention. He didn't know either. And my mom's going to the car. And before he, like, goes into the car into the passenger seat, she goes, hey, hey, are you a comedian? He's like, well, no. And she goes, are you sure? Because you look just like someone that's a comedian that's that's known. And I was like, well, who is it? And she, she just didn't know the name. She goes, he's from here. So we just couldn't figure out who she was talking about. And now we're really curious. And some people were chiming in. They said the same thing. Oh, is it Joe Coy? But it's like, no, he looks nothing like Joe Coy. And then somebody said, was it Cheech from Cheech and Chong? I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> and then I realized after someone liked my post, and it was Jose from our morning show <gasps> movie. Yeah. Jose! I mean, he oh. it would be a very much older yeah. version of Jose. Jose's like probably, I don't know, 15 years younger than, than my brother, I think. But I think there is a similarity. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And I really wished I could like take my brother to work and have him meet Jose and have them pose together. Because I think yeah. that might be, a part of me thinks that was who she thought. <laughs> I'm with you. I think it's Jose. I want it to be Jose. I want want, to be Jose. I want Jose to be that famous enough that somebody would run up to somebody thinking that they look like him. (laughs) Right. And if you guys don't know who we're talking about, uh, Jose is with The Morning Show. Brooke and Jeffrey from Move In 92.5. And some of you might have them syndicated in your market. I love them. And he's he's a pretty, like, regionally, he's a pretty known comedian, you know? I mean, he... He, not just around the Pacific Northwest, but he, he comes down to uh, California and, and, and mm-hmm. I think he goes elsewhere, too. So 
it's totally possible that that's who she thought it was. That's that's pretty fun. <laughs> Have you guys ever been mistaken for someone famous? <laughs> Lori, you know who what? you remind me of? Okay, I gotta look her up. But she is in the, not 1883, but 1945 as Harrison Ford's wife. Who she's a famous actress. Oh. Helen Mirren. I think so. You think Lori looks like Helen Mirren? Just a little bit, like a younger version. Oh, I'll take that. When I was in high school, somebody said I looked like Mackenzie Phillips. In high school? Maybe. Oh, who is that? I wasn't happy about it. No. What? she. Well, I don't oh, know. She is? She's, she, I loved her one on One Day at a Time. Yeah, I, yeah. D- I did like her. But yeah, yeah, but like, I mean, she's with Valerie Bertinelli and it's yeah. like... You want to be Valerie Bertinelli? It's almost like you're the ugly sister, right? (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, I thought she was pretty. She wasn't. I mean, she was sort of portraying the ugly sister, but wasn't she wasn't actually the ugly sister. She was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Am I right? Would you have rather been like Valerie? Yeah. I mean, seriously. You know what I mean? Or Schneider. There were so, yeah. There's certain traits, like whatever era, people like, oh, we really like blondes with long hair in this era. Or we were, you know, and Valerie Bertinelli was the bomb. Then, yeah. (laughs) Well, I had, um, one time I was in the hospital, you know how you have like, they had like a thing on my head and, you know, I was in the gown or whatever. And the nurse came up and, and this was in California, this is in Los Angeles. In fact, it was at Cedar sinai the nurse said that a person came by and thought that I was Deborah Winger. And like <gasps> at first at first I'm like, "Oh, that's cool, officer and gentleman." And I'm like, "No, actually, this was right when um I think it was the movie it wasn't Beaches, it was oh, it was um Terms of Endearment had just come out mm. and Deborah Winger's most famous role was she was dying in a hospital. And so I was like, "You know what? I'm not so crazy about that anymore." <laughs> <laughs> but that was it. That was my only uh that was brush with yeah, <laughs> brush with fame. So great. You know. How um, about you, Anna? One time I was working at Hands in St. Louis. We were always involved in the St. Patrick's Day parade. So I was on a float. Someone just passed by and said, Hey, it's Vanessa Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was like, what? Awesome. Are yeah. you sure? I mean, if he was for reals, then yeah, that would be like amazing because I love her. But that was, I think that was the only thing. I can't really, I can't remember other times anybody said anything. You do have similar eyes. I would, I would actually, that's, I don't think he was joking. I think there's a very chance he meant it. Well, thank you. Wow. Awesome. Uh, did I get mistaken for Tina Turner once too? <laughs> but really? back in her nineties, eighties, was or it 90s? the legs? Was it the legs, Anna? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No. Okay. Okay. I know another time, but th- well, this person wasn't famous or anything. We were in Chicago, and I was with my um, art class, and this one girl. I guess she looked exactly like me because all the girls that there were around me in my class were like, "Oh my God, there's your doppelganger! Oh my God." <laughs> And it was I kind of agreed. I was like, oh, my God. I think we were st- we were smiling at each other like, oh, my God, you look like me. And nobody, I don't feel like that happens a lot at all. I, I'm always afraid to tell people because when I was in high school, we, we had a competing high school. We lived on an island. And I was working in the berry fields. And people were like, oh, my gosh, they kept calling me this girl's name. I'm not going to say it, but they kept calling me her name. And I'm going to say this right out. I actually knew her and her family. I didn't know her yet, but that summer I met that 
girl and she was the nicest person, but she was like so not pretty. (laughs) And I was like, oh, and what happened, we were at this person's house and the picture of her was on the mantle. And my mom said, oh, is that your granddaughter so-and-so? And I go, oh, that's that's who everybody thinks I look like. And so anyway, makes me sound like so vain or whatever. But it was like. <laughs> no, maybe your standard of beauty is like really high. Yeah. Because if you don't think Mackenzie Phillips is good enough. Yeah. I know. I'm just... <laughs> maybe it shows that I, I, I wasn't in touch with loving myself yet. Maybe. <laughs> was the your idol then like who did you want to look like i i think back in the day you know it seemed like i i had my best friend who was so pretty and i always thought i would have these dreams if a guy was gonna like me he'd be like hey i really want to ask you out but first i'm gonna go see if your best friend will go out with me and then if not i'll take you like but she had dark hair and so i think it was that taller dark hair i short blonde blondish you know um so i i guess i just felt like really Average. So I, I think, it, and that's Valerie Bertinelli, you know, at that time had the dark hair, long dark hair. So maybe maybe it was someone, you know, maybe I thought that was the, the thing, long dark hair and, you know. <laughs> but I didn't date in high school either. So I wasn't like people were knocking down my door. So <laughs> that's just sad. I know. Pathetic. <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't either, but I didn't want to. Like, I think, you know, I think you probably get at least for me, you get the clues kind of late, you know, like that whole dating thing and asking boys out. Like I went to dances and stuff, like, you know, all the mm-hmm, homecoming yeah. and the all the different dances. We always went to those, but we kind of went as a group, you know, so you went, you know, you went with boys and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But to actually, I never went out on a date date, like, like a non-dance, let's go out on a date. And I didn't care. I did not feel like I was missing a thing with that. It just seemed like too much drama you know yeah um and looking back it makes so much sense now but at the time I just felt like I like I didn't fit in I think as a little kid though you know it's funny I hadn't really thought about this but um my hair was different my hair like when I got to 12 or 13 that's when my hair got like really curly and frizzy but before that it was really really straight and I can remember when I was like maybe eight, nine, ten. I had I had a Dorothy Hamill haircut, and so I think I probably wanted to be her. And I think I was probably really excited because like the haircut was actually called a Dorothy Hamill. Oh, cool! And like I felt like I pulled it off, right? Like I look like Dorothy Hamill, even though I probably didn't look anything like Dorothy oh. Hamill, and I can't skate for crap. But, <laughs> but but she was like a big hero. Claire, I had a Dorothy Hamill. Yes. (laughs) You guys would have been best friends. Yes, we would have. That's so great. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my hairdresser was like, I'm going to give you a Dorothy Hamill. I'm like, what's that? And it's like, oh, the skater. (laughs) That's so funny. Could you just kind of flowed and flipped around? Mm -hmm. You could probably skate. Nah. She ice skated, right? We had a roller mm-hmm. barn, but we didn't really have access to a skating rink. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah. but we got the haircut. That's so funny. One more thing we have in common. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anna, do you have any idea who we're talking about? So she was like a figure skater? Olympic. Yeah, she okay. was like the Olympic, the one who was winning all the medals back, oh. in, back in our day. And her she brother, like the... didn't she have a famous brother, too? Mark, Mark Hamill? Hamill? Did she? Mm-hmm. Are they brother and sister? 
So no. I know who Mark Hamill is. They I think are they not. are. Yes, they're both <gasps> skaters, aren't they? Okay, I'm no, gonna, no, no, no. Mark Google Hamill's this. from Star Star Wars. You're thinking no. about Mark Hamill from who was Luke Skywalker? Who's the skater? No, um, Dorothy Hamill. Let's see. There's a brother named. She has a a brother named Sandy and a sister named Marsha. Okay, I'm all wrong. I thought there was a guy skater that was. You're thinking of Scott Hamilton. Yeah, who maybe is a, that's who it. Who is okay. a skater. But not her brother. Okay. <laughs> Silly me. <laughs> no wonder I didn't date in high school. Didn't know anything. <laughs> so everybody was yeah, getting I... haircuts because of Dorothy Hamill, huh? Mm-hmm. I would, yeah. I would have thought because of Olivia Newton-John and physical, mm-hmm. you know. That was a little later. It was later. Was oh, later. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. a little bit later. Yeah. That... Olivia Newton-John, at that age, Olivia Newton-John was Grease. Physical was a couple years after that. Um, that was like a whole different thing. And oh. then, yes, then we all wanted that haircut, which now, in retrospect, I know is a mullet. <laughs> right? <laughs> I did not realize how many people had mullets. Like, I knew mullets <laughs> were a thing for men. I never thought about mullets for women until a couple of years ago, back when I was there at uh, 98.9 The Bull, back when there was a 98.9 The Bull, during COVID, we all decided to get mullets for charity. I had to go back and like figure out what, what mullet I wanted. And I ended up getting kind of a modified Mrs. Brady. But um, <laughs> I was looking at it and I'm like, oh my God, Olivia Newton-John in physical. That was a great mullet, you know? And you don't think about it, but now you look at it and you're like, holy crap. Oh my gosh, I never, I really didn't think of it as a mullet. Like I thought of it as like... Um, Layers. When you look at it, you'll see how long they all had it in the back and how short they all had it on the sides, and then you can't unsee it. Yeah. <laughs> you'll know Joan Jett, but beyond her, I mean, right. everybody had it. You know, B- Debbie Billy Moore. Ray Cyrus, he rocked yeah, it. I mean, well, of course, he owned, absolutely owned the, the King mm-hmm. Mullet, right? Oh my <laughs> gosh. I didn't know she had it that long in the back. Yeah. Are you looking at it right now? <laughs> I thought it was much shorter than that. Maybe that was Twist of Fate. <laughs> Actually, this she kind of looks like David Bowie in a couple of these pictures, but yeah, I mean, it really is very mullety. And I really wanted mullety. when I got my mullet, I wanted it to look like that, but it just didn't quite do that. I didn't. It wasn't. Long, I didn't have enough hair. Uh, ironically, because I usually have too much hair. But yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! I also had a haircut in the seventies. I had a haircut called a shag. I don't even remember what that was now. Oh, well, that's, it's kind of like a mullet. It's like layers. It, it Shag was pretty intense layers, but it wasn't like uh-huh. short in the front and long in the back. It was just like gradual. But oh, yeah, like she, it was no. Joan Jettish. If, if I, I just mm-hmm. looked it up, really? it looks Joan yeah. Jettish and Pat yeah. Benatarish. And yeah. maybe a little Sheena Easton-ish. A little mm. Sheena easton With yeah. a little vanity. Mm-hmm. Vanity? (laughs) (laughs) See, that was like Vanity and Apollonia. Those were my first idols because, I mean, as a Filipina, I I really didn't grow up with like a lot of stars that were people of color. So Mm. uh, it was the women of color. Suddenly Mm. when they were starting to pop up in the 80s, and I'm like, oh, my God, I want to be I want to be Apollonia. I want to be Vanity. But Sheila E., oh, my God, she's like beautiful still. She's still drumming. She is an incredible incredible musician she it seemed like she was kind of a novelty like when mtv came out and it's like oh look that lady plays the drums while she sings yeah but if you ever saw her i mean she's an unbelievable musician i want to be her as a 
you know, I get older and stuff because she just looks amazing today. She does. She looks fantastic. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what Vanity's song was. Like, I know what she looks like, and I remember Apollonia, but I can't remember what Vanity... Um, Did she have a hit, think, or was she just more like part of the... Do you think I'm a nasty the... girl? Do you think I'm a nasty girl? That's it. <laughs> I think her only acting gig was The Last Dragon, where the bad guy was show nuff. S-H-O, nuff. Show nuff. Have you had any... Surprises like things you didn't know about your family that you found out. Hmm. God, that's about so. My siblings or about any any part of your family. Yeah. You know, you know how um, sometimes when you get together, they start telling stories, and you're like, "How have I never heard this story?" I know. I'm something. trying to think yeah. of one that I can actually tell because <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to say it just in case one of them's like talking no. or is listening, right? right? I- I'll tell you this. I'll tell you one of the big um, deep dark family secrets that I. Never understood why it was a big deep dark family secrets because I think it's so interesting. But um, I wasn't. It wasn't until I, I grew up with um, my um, my dad's mom, my grandma Mary, was widowed. I always knew she was widowed, and I always knew that um, my grandfather, my dad's dad, died. Um, they said it was a car accident when my dad was six months old. So this was 1926 in Detroit. And my grandmother was a widow at the age of 26 with a six-month-old baby. Wow. And she left um, Detroit and moved to where a more – we had family all over that part of Michigan and Ohio. And so she moved to Toledo to be closer to um, her brother and sister and some other people. And, you know, they kind of had this big house and, and everybody kind of helped raise my dad, right? Well, when we were always told it was a car accident, and I'm like, wow, that's really interesting because, you know, cars were – sort of barely invented, (laughs) even in Detroit in 1926. So, you know, how many cars could there have been for it to be an accident? Well, later when I was a teenager, they called us all together and they were like, okay, we want to tell you the big secret about your grandfather. And it turned out that he was actually shot by the mob. um, Oh, my God. And he was like in the newspaper and everything. And it was this, um, at the time... There was, and I'm not making this up, uh, there was a thing called the Jewish Mafia, and they were actually called the Purple Gang. That was the name of, of, of some of the gangsters in the Jewish Mafia. And the racket that they were taking over was um, dry cleaners and clothing manufacturers, and it, particularly the, the ones who were dyeing clothes, co- coloring clothes. So they were called cleaners and dyers. That was the, the union that they belonged to. And my grandfather was in was a cleaner, and he was in the cleaners and cleaners and dyer dyers um, union. And there was a turf war with the mob about this union and protection money and shakedowns and that whole thing. And my grandfather was actually gunned down in the street. <gasps> what? Oh my now, gosh! Part of me has always wondered. <laughs> Was he in the gang? Was he <laughs> was he an innocent bystander? Was he targeted? Like, I mean, we'd never really know for sure based on the newspaper accounts and and you know the inf- there's been a couple of books written about it, not about him, but he appears in it. Wow! And it it always is kind of characterized that he was either targeted or was an innocent bystander. But I've always had my suspicions as to just how involved he was in order to get to the level of being shot down in the street but um I you know having grown up in the age of like the godfather and goodfellas and all that kind of stuff I just find this story fascinating Mm -hmm. and 
I've never understood why it was a big, deep, dark family secret and why we had to have a big, like, meeting come together and we're going to tell you all what we really happened to your grandfather. Like, Whoa. that would have been growing up a really great story to know. <laughs> I would have told everybody. And maybe that's why they didn't want us to know, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so that's the only one I can think of. Oh, <laughs> oh man. It, you know, with all the technology now with people solving crimes, mm-hmm. it would be interesting if there was a reopening of the case, you know, and uh, if you guys are willing, you know, if you want to know and and all that kind of thing. And it would be interesting, but you know what? Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We we could be those crime victim podcasters. Okay, we're shifting (laughs) now and we're going into this old mafia case. And if we don't show up one week, (laughs) come looking for us. (laughs) But we have to do our crime podcasters voice. You guys, you're not going to believe this in Information. It's yeah. so important that I am going to emphasize every single syllable in this sentence so that you listen to what I am saying. And I'm going to talk for 20 minutes before I tell you what it is so that you will keep listening. <laughs> but first, hit the subscribe button, like this podcast, yes. and comment if you will. <laughs> but first, a commercial for my six other podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wait, speaking of podcasts, Lori, a huge congratulations to you. You hit a major milestone this week with your new, like, brand new podcast. Wait, it's only been out for a few weeks. Thank you. I did. I, I hit over a thousand downloads. And so this is so funny. I had a friend reach out and said, I love your podcast. And that girl that introduces you, she is so awesome. She really knows what you're talking about. She really introduces you well. Is that Claire? Seriously? It's Claire. Oh my god, that's, that's great. Funny. Oh my yeah, god. So you, you hit know, a thousand? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm almost at twelve hundred. And wow. it's it's been amazing because I've enjoyed it. I've learned so much about people reinventing their story and some people talk about God, some people talk about like it's it's there's not really the only genre is life threw you some lemons and you figured it out, or even maybe life was great, but then you even did something even you were brave enough to take a risk and do something different later in life. And so I love it. I just want people to know it's never too late. If you can't live on Social Security, if you can't end your life well, find a way to make money. Find a way to do a business, do a podcast, write a book, make something happen so that you can, you know, go out strong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, there, there's a, a bit of a, I haven't heard all of them, but of the ones I've heard, there's a, a bit of a recurring theme. And, and it's funny because it resonated most with the person that I ac- actually happen to know who used to work with us. It was interesting because her, the thing that she said resonates, I think, with a lot of people was that I was, I already had the tools ready to go. I just needed to push out the door. Like it was, it was already past my time to no longer be living this portion of my life. It was time to move to the next portion of my life, but I needed someone else to make that happen you know and it's painful when it happens but you realize in retrospect it was the best thing that could have happened to you yeah Um, and I love how so many of the people that you interview are able to embrace that attitude even if it's not when it happens it's in the in the following months and you know another theme has been self-love it's like when they get to this point where they have to make a shift they they like fall in love with themselves and then they be their authentic self and then life, all these doors opens up. It's just been so, such a privilege to hear all these amazing stories. And it's called? Yep. Interrupted, Act Two, Reinventing Your Legacy. And now it's going to grow to 2,000 downloads in like just yes. less than an hour. 
the moment I publish this. <laughs> that would be awesome. It'll surprise <laughs> it by the time we publish that, actually. Yeah. You know how late I get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's been Good. really, really fun. And Yeah. Good. And it, it's funny, Sharon and I were listening to this podcast, um, an NPR podcast called Hidden Brain, about, you know, how people how people take criticism or don't take criticism and some people are just built like they can't they can never hear the positive because they only hear the negative Mm -hmm. and it keeps them from moving forward and the thing they maybe the thing that they need to move forward is in there but they're not built to hear it and it's hard you're you're not like that you take you take all the information everybody throws at you and you go (laughs) okay I can use that I not so much need to use that. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. And, and you, you know, you see this a lot in personal growth where people really get stuck in a mindset. And the good news is our mind can change our brain. We can decide to think different. That's amazing. Well, congratulations to you, Lori, Thank on your, you. all your hits. That's We're real, so and proud a, and of a you. new podcast called Interrupted Act Two, Reinventing Your Legacy. Never oh. too late. We are playing it on one of our radio stations, which is really, really awesome. And I'm very happy and proud cool. of that. Yeah. Sweet. On Kixie, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Kixie AM 880. Well, ladies, <laughs> where, where can we find you on social media? I am still on Twitter, which they now call X, but I still call Twitter, <laughs> at Claire Beverly, C L A I R E D E B E R L Y, or on threads at Claire Beverly Radio. I'm on Facebook. Coach Lori, L-A-U-R-I-E. I'm still tweeting or Xing <laughs> at I'm Anna D. <laughs> Love you guys. This is Listen and Learn or Not. Not. Taylor's version. <laughs>